Welcome to Boss Lady Energy. Boss Lady Energy. Y'all, we got that Boss Lady Energy. This is a fly-on-the-wall chat with Courtney Tezano, Kristen Mon, and Nikki Hendry, where we leave our corporate rival titles at the door and come together as three friends just shooting the shit. We're the perfect blend of pop culture, race, relationships, mental health, and lifestyle. Our goal is to break stereotypical molds of womanhood and connect with people all around the world who are just like us. Proving you can have it all without having to be it all. Girl, let me tell you. We're not cookie cutter Betty Crockers. To hell with that. Welcome back to the show. I'm Kristen. And I'm Courtney. I'm Nikki. Tomorrow is the big day, everybody. The 2020 election. Please go out and vote. I'm freaking (laughs) out. This is a huge election. I mean, we've been (laughs) waiting for this for a minute now. Four years. Four freaking years. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a long time coming. I won't lie. Girl. I'm a little anxious, <laughs> but <laughs> it's really important, especially for all you boss ladies listening to get out and vote. Yes. Not just boss ladies. Every single person in this country, you better be voting in this election. <laughs> yep. Yep. Girl, we're going to tell you. Girl, let me tell you. Because today we have Heather Gardner on. She uh, is amazing. I can't. I, there's no words to describe her, I'm, Kristen. I know you're shocked, too, because I, <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, Heather's awesome. We can't wait for you guys to, like, get to know her. She is this incredible pop culture and political commentator. She's an expert in all of those things, so we felt like she was the perfect person to come on and talk all of this. But before we get to that, let's just talk about how we're feeling about this upcoming election. Oh, my God. Let's unpack it a minute, because... I, you know, speaking of Heather, though, I was watching a lot of her videos. Courtney, you sent me her TikTok page, and it's insane, like, how she breaks things down for the, in layman's terms for people. Um, but I'm not going to lie. As I was watching everything and, like, hearing all the different news and um, different, you know, polls and all of these different things that are going on, because I don't watch the news 24-7 yeah. like she does, she is so dedicated to politics I felt triggered. I would. I felt like, oh my god. I'm like angry. Mm. I'm upset. And I'm like, is this? Is this? Am I perpetuating right. the cycle? Like, is this okay? Like, right. how do I deal with this energy? And that's something you know. I, I'm not sure what to do mm. with. Like, is it fighting fire with fire? Is that the good? Is that an, a good answer? Like, I didn't know. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> Obviously, you can tell I'm a little shaken up by even talking about it like i i don't know what to do is that me going out and voting is that me going out and protesting and fighting for and how do i fight like these maybe these are questions we can get into i feel like that's just how right now it is though around this time it is a very very temperamental like very very you don't know what you're like if you touch it is it gonna you know what i'm saying like you don't know people you temperatures like you can't check the temperature people all the time about things. So for you, you 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 took yourself out of watching news because of you were so inundated with it with your work and then all that stuff. Inundated so it's like, with it all the time. I, I, for me, for when I was watching her stuff and when I watch things and I'm so, you know, everywhere I turn on social media or when I watch the news, it's all about the election. But you have to realize the reason why they're doing this is because they want you to feel these feelings you're feeling. Yeah. They want you to yeah. be triggered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's definitely yeah. a tactic. And I'll be honest, um, this election is important to me, but it's the emotions that I'm feeling aren't necessarily I'm just going to get out and protest and, and do all of those things because I'll be real. Like black people have been exhausted for years and we've been fighting for years. It, like it was just in 1965. And, you know, my parents were just born that black and Latina 
or excuse me, black and Latinx people or women were able to finally vote. And so it's always been really important for me to get out and vote because I know how hard they work to make that happen. Like it took them decades to even be able to cast their vote and to make Mm -hmm. a difference in their community. So for me, it just feels, I feel like invigorated and empowered to get out and vote. And I think the same goes for a lot of black women because they get their lack of a better word, better word. They get their asses to the poll and they, they try to make change. But I think this is, I'm a little anxious because I hope that we are all on the same page this year because we weren't four years ago. And so I try not to be, overly optimistic. And I feel like many minorities don't feel overly optimistic because we've seen time and time and time again that the fight has to continue. So I'm exhausted every single time I watch the news, every single t- time that I see like policies are changing and they're not in favor of most people. Uh, but I just know I have to keep going. Like mm-hmm. maybe, I mean, you could say that it's just, I've suppressed a lot of my feelings and may, that's may not be healthy, but I think a lot of minorities yeah. experience that because we have to keep going. If we showed up every single day at work and just like fell apart, like we would be fired. Like yeah. there's no room for that. And so I just feel really, um, mm-hmm anxious. I'll say that. I feel very anxious leading up to this election to see how things turn out. But I am not getting invested like I did the year that we had President Trump and Hillary because Lord Jesus, (laughs) heart attack. Like I just sat on the couch when that news came out. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I feel you. I'm about to enter into a, you know, biracial relationship. Uh, Well, I am in one, but we're going to be married soon. And so for me, a first time voting because of the fact that now I'm more woke to the fact that, you know, these minorities, and for years have constantly been suppressed and this is now going to be my reality moving forward. I'm going to have a half black, half white child. And so Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that they're that they know yeah. that their parents fought the good fight for them to have what they're going to have in the future. And I, I that's just, it's, it, it was, that is what majority of why I'm voting first time is because this is going to matter to me now more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. And why, why do you, why do you my think parents, you're a first-time voter? My parents did not vote. They Is, didn't vote. They yeah. didn't tell us we had to vote. Like, politics was not a thing in our house, and that, that could be a blessing or a curse, you know, whichever way you look at it. So for me, I didn't have to deal with the yeah. family dynamics of politics and stuff like that because our our family wasn't, you know, well-versed in that. We didn't talk about it. That wasn't in our household. But then we'd be sitting around the, the news, the TV, and we'd be complaining about how, oh, this president isn't doing this for us. Well, well what, where were Things we? Things aren't changing. <laughs> Where were we mm-hmm. at the polls? Yeah, I mean, but that's the reality. <laughs> yeah, I love I love Yeah, your that honesty. reality is real for a lot of people. I mean, this, I think, is probably going to be the biggest turnout we've ever had in an election. And it's because people are fed up. Like, this mm-hmm. is the first time, because we've had a celebrity that became president, that I think people paid attention because he wasn't speaking like a politician. He was saying, like, whatever was on his mind, to be completely honest. And it, it yeah. one thing's for sure is President Trump will get your attention. And so I think that's why more people are, are getting out because the our country has changed like i'll be real it's hard when other countries are laughing at the u.s like we're supposed to be the land of the free we're supposed to just have all of these amazing things and the past four years i'm just like we are the laughing stock of the entire world of the world like yeah it feels like that yeah Okay, so if you've listened to our first episode, you know that we normally don't go into this lane. And so stick around. After the election, we have a really exciting episode where we really dive deep into sex. So (laughs) this may, (laughs) yeah, I'm like, this may feel really heavy, y'all, but we have like some really exciting, fun conversations to come. So y'all stay tuned and send us all your topics. I mean, you're going to get to know us every single week because we hit you with some hard shit, but then we go and you're going to learn a lot about what we do between the sheets. So just stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Nikki, I can't. On, On that, that note, we should note. bring in Heather. <laughs> Cheers. All right, boss ladies. Today we have a very exciting guest. She's one of my friends, but more importantly, Heather Gardner is a television host, content creator, focused on facts with a side of sass. If you've seen her TikTok, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, head over there now because the girl is good. Uh, but Heather has always taken a bold stance on social and political issues, so we felt like she would be a great person to come on today since tomorrow is the probably the biggest election that we will ever see or in our lifetime. Uh, so let's just dive right into what we're talking about today. How will this election help or hinder women? That's the conversation oh we're having today. It's in a huge way. Heather, where do you stand on this? Oh, well, first of all, you said election day is tomorrow and my heart just yeah. dropped. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, I haven't voted yet. Don't say that. <laughs> oh my gosh, Krista, get your booty to the pole. Get your exactly. booty to the pole. You've got a plan. That, you know what? That's <laughs> important. As long as you have a plan, you still have all day tomorrow to get it done. Um, oh my gosh, there's so much to talk about this election. Repeat your question so we can focus here. Yes, so today we're talking about how will this upcoming election impact modern women? Will it help or hinder them depending on who uh, people vote for and the results when they come in? Right. Well, you said it right there. Depending on who people vote for. Um, I think there's only one clear person who is right for, I mean, in my opinion, the country and pretty, pretty much any issue you have, um, it's Joe Biden, but especially for women, because the way that Trump has been talking about women, I mean, since before he was even president, he has been a public figure in our society for decades now, and he just talks about women and treats women in such a demeaning manner, and that has carried over into his administration, not only with the way that he acts, but with his policies as well. So in my opinion, there's only one, one candidate that is going to actually help women, and it's Joe Biden. Yeah, and, and let's yeah. talk about, well, first of all, let's just talk about your TikToks, because how in the world <laughs> yes. did facts and sass come about? Like, we're dealing with a global oh pandemic, and then we get these amazing videos where you just break down things in Heather. such a candid way for all of us to understand it. Like, I am... Courtney told me to go and watch your TikToks yeah. and I was on your page for a good hour oh and a half God. because I, for me, I'm not a political, like this is my first time voting. So this wow. is like huge for me. And so for you to inform me of all of these things and you're so well produced, please tell me everything. <laughs> well, you, you said it, Courtney, it was the, it was the pandemic. And really, honestly, it was a product of the pandemic when everything happened we went into lockdown and, and Courtney and I had kind of the same situation. We both worked for Quibi, rest in peace, yep. um, you know, and we had the same situation <laughs> where we had this dream job and then we were just put in our houses and yeah. Yeah. I was feeling right. so incredibly frustrated with all of life but specifically just looking at the news and realizing how awful everything was and it seemed awful all the time uh, we watched the news I, I want to say like 12 hours a day just because there was so oh much gosh. happening yeah. and so my husband and I who's also a producer he's an executive producer as well and he um he and I would just like yell at each other, not in like a bad way, but just like, oh my God, can you believe this? Yeah. You know, like, and so finally we were just like, well, why don't we just take all of our frustrations? Cause we saw it on social media and we saw it and we'll just put it out on to the internet and kind of create something here. We did not think it would take off the way that it did. We started on Instagram and then I got a lowly message in my DMs saying, hey, you should try TikTok. Yeah. Truth be told, I'm old. I didn't even know what TikTok was. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Look at her. She's, she's and Heather is a millennial. She's a millennial just like us. So she's saying she's old and she's right. not. 
<laughs> no, but for the TikTok crowd, I mean, most yeah, of our really most good. of our audience is like, I mean, eight. They they yeah, they're very eight. young. <laughs> yeah. So so we put it on TikTok, and our fourth video went viral, and we never looked back, and we just kind of we decided to just keep keep pumping out these videos and talking about all kinds of things women's issues, voting, you know, all of the craziness with that. Trump, of course, and COVID and the pandemic. And it's been really difficult and, and challenging and frustrating, I think, as a nation, too, to see that what's happening in the world with the pandemic is not the same as what's happening in this country because of the leadership we have. Yeah. And again, we, we talk about that. We go right in on our TikToks. And it's been so, so fun because, again, like we, our audience is really young, but there are first-time voters as well in there. Yeah. There are people who can't vote yet, but who have information. And the fact that they're so engaged, so young, is so encouraging. So, so that's yeah. how we got started with that. <laughs> yeah. And, and like for me, I'm wondering because I work, we work in entertainment news too, mm -hmm. like, and news is just being, we're being bombarded with news bombarded. all the time. So I don't have cable television anymore. Mm -hmm. Part of that is because I grew up in a house where we watched the news yeah. 24 seven. And I was, I just needed a, a break from that. Right. Listen. So I get my news from work every day. <laughs> I am all up on yeah. Twitter. That is really where I get a lot of my news is yeah. from Twitter now. For you, being in news and then watching news, what do you do to relieve yourself of that, like, stress? Because I can't, it's like, it's going, it's coming at me all the time, and I'm not even yeah. in it. Like, you're in it all the time. Like, what do you do to get away from it? Do you want to get away from it? I mean, I wish I could say I take a vacation, but we can't do that right now. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it is funny. And I, and we've been doing, you know, now that my show is canceled, things are going to be a little bit different um, now that Quibi's gone. But we were working from the moment I woke up, which I was doing overnight shifts, so I would wake up around like 10. And then from the moment I came home at like 1 o'clock, that's when we would shoot videos because I'd have all makeup on and everything. And my husband, we're partners in this, so he would write and have everything set up, and that's how we would do it. But, I mean, th we're talking like 12 some hours a day. And yeah. so my rule is when we go down to sit down and watch a show, Lauren usually wants to put on some heavy documentary. And I'm like, nope, nope. nope. I'm going to watch Shit's Creek. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. going to watch The Good yeah. Place. I'm going to watch Ted Lasso. Something to just make me forget for at least 30 minutes or an hour that this is what this is not all of my time consuming by news. But yeah. also being outside, too. Now the beaches are open again. And, you know, we can ride bikes. And we live not too far from the beach here in California. So it's but that's all also very therapeutic just getting outside and getting away yeah yeah Good. listen and like just for <laughs> for all the boss ladies listening just so you know what heather is talking about she's been on so many platforms it's kind of hard to keep up with but she's worked for huff yeah. post variety we both worked at holly scoop and host there together and then most recently yes. uh, we were both on quibi on separate shows and she worked for entertainment weekly's last night late night so this was her own show, y'all. Like, this girl is a true boss lady, and I know that she's going to get another incredible show because if you just go on her page and you see the way she presents herself, like, she is a, a boss in the hosting and entertainment space, but she's not just a talking head. Like, you want to hear what Heather has yeah. to say on things, and her commentary is spot yeah. on and so relatable. So I just wanted to shout her out for that uh, before we, like, get <laughs> too <you>. far into, <laughs> yeah. uh, into the politics of it all. But listen, girl. And honestly, I'm gonna toot. I'm gonna toot your horn, Heather, Aww, because I was you. on your page, dead ass, for like two hours one day when Courtney brought up your name. I am obsessed with you. I'm gonna just tell you that right now. Wait, I'm curious. You make me. I'm curious. <laughs> you to make know. me feel. What? I'm, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, you just, you just made me feel so comfortable in knowing that, like, because before it was always like, okay, well, I don't want to vote because my vote doesn't count. Those mm-hmm. are the kind of thoughts that I would have because of all of these turnouts from previous elections. So I was like, it's not, it's not even worth my time and it's not going right. to vote. It's the electoral college, not the popular vote, like all of these things. Mm-hmm. And you dumb it down so much <laughs> to where I'm like, no, I matter. Like I, this is me. I'm going to do this because my vote matters and my you voice do, counts. You do, you do. I'm curious to know what is one thing that you learned when you watched it. Now I'm interviewing you. I'm sorry, but it's coming out. No, it's coming out. <laughs> I can't help it. She's like, come on, yeah, please, just, just toot my own horn no, some no, more. No, 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 no. I'm curious. I'm curious though because no. we talk about so many different things. So I'm curious to know like what you because for me it's like oh the, I don't oh everybody knows this. This is common knowledge. But to hear that someone says like oh I actually learned something that that's motivating and that makes me want to keep going and keep doing it because I am inundated and I get lost sometimes realizing that not yeah. everybody watches the news 20 hours a day what people have lives yeah. people do they <laughs> yes <laughs> And I am guilty. I'm one of those people. I do not watch the news 24-7 because I'm already so in in, in right. it all day long. Yeah. Right. So I did learn something, though. This is something I do want to ask you, and I guess we'll mm-hmm. just start off now getting into the nitty-gritty Perfect. stuff. Good. Early, early, early voting numbers are showing that Joe Biden is in the lead. Yep. So how are we going to encourage like other people who are like sitting there and keeping this momentum going mm-hmm. through November 3rd and after? Well, I think the biggest thing we can take a lesson is from 2016 when the polls showed that Hillary Clinton was going to win. And then that didn't happen. <laughs> um, I have a love-hate relationship with polls. My husband is really, really into it. And he, he sits here all day and tells me all these wonderful numbers. But for me, I'm a little shell-shocked in that because because of that. Because of that, to, in 2016, Hillary Clinton did not win, despite what the polls had said. So I think you just have to take polls with a grain of salt and realize that like it's just a projection of what could happen based on what is happening. But if we don't actually go out there and vote and get it done then it's, it means nothing. It really, it really is null and void. So just take a look at it. Be like, this is good. This is good. It encourages me more to get out there. But you still have to show up. You still have to get that I voted sticker. You still have to drop off that ballot. It means nothing if you don't show up. Are you going exactly. to the polls or are you? No. I you have my ballot. Voted. Actually, you Obviously. caught me. You caught me right. Uh-oh. No, no. Actually, I was, I'm a little late, too. Here it is. Here it is. I was oh. filling it out. I'm about halfway <laughs> done. <laughs> okay, She's cool. showing us her, I was her, telling you. Um, her at-home voting ballot, guys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, it's funny. It's, it, I'm actually I'm really procrastinating on this. I requested this at least two months ago, and wow, we're just a couple days away, and I still haven't turned it in. But you know what? I, I too, have a plan. I know where my Dropbox is. I know exactly where it is. And it's great now, too, because like there's been a lot of talk about um, voter fraud, and that comes from, of course, the president, President Trump, talking, yeah. trying to sow doubt in this election and stuff. But honestly, like there are so many ways now you can check your ballots. Like It's just ba- basically just lies is what he's sowing. But if you go to vote.org and you go to all these different organizations, you can check the status of your ballot. You can make sure that it got counted. So really, honestly, it's a foolproof system. I feel really confident just dropping it off, checking it in a couple days, making sure it got counted. You know, it, it's a good yeah. system. I'll be so honest, I was one of those people. Yeah, she's not going to the polls. She's go- she's voting at home. She's going to drop gonna it off. Her drop off. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to drop it off, I- yes. Yeah, I'll be honest. The, the president did scare me. He, he makes a lot of outlandish comments. But when oh voter fraud became a thing, I was like, I really need to make sure my vote counts. So I was one of the people that's like, nope, not dropping mine off. I am heading to the mm-hmm. polls. And it was the easiest process. I was in and out in 10 minutes. Oh, good. We had on, yeah, we had on gloves. We had on masks. They provided um, those things as well if you didn't have your own. And like they, it's very contactless. So most people will get like a, a bar, a scanned barcode. So when 
when you go in, you just scan your scan your stuff, make sure your address and everything is accurate. And then you head to your booth and you vote. Everything's done digitally. It's quick. And so I found found my process to be really, really simple and efficient. That's great. That's really yeah, great. And I wish I wish other California is one of the most progressive, if not the most progressive uh, state in our union. Uh, and I forget sometimes that not every state is like that. I mean, you've seen yeah. these lines in Texas where you're from, Courtney, Texas mm-hmm. or in swing states like Pennsylvania. My family lives in Florida and you see these lines that are just people waiting 14 hours to vote. And it's not, that's by design, and that's another part of I know, you yeah, know I why it's very, plan, yeah. very, it's very, very important that we get the right people in office because it is by design that people wait long. Because if you don't have the time to wait, realistically, and you know this falls on women too, since our conversation is about women, women are mostly of the time dealing with children, dealing, now we're in a pandemic, so they're probably dealing with their sick relatives. They have their own jobs that they have to go to as well. And so you pull, you roll up to your polling place, you see that the line is gonna take 14 hours. Who has the time for that, you know? This but is listen, by design, so we have to remember that not every state's like that. Yeah, yeah, and they aren't, but I'm really proud of Texas, Houston, Texas specifically, mm-hmm. because my cousin, yeah. he's the, uh, the interim Harris County clerk out there, and he has implemented so many things that have helped and increased voter turnout to like historic numbers. I'm just going to do a quick pub because he's my cousin. Chris Hollins is the interim Harris County clerk, and he's been trying to make 24-hour voting something which has been successful. He's made drive through voting a thing, which that has gone back and forth. We'll see if those votes count uh, by the election. Uh, but he's really been trying to create some real change, and that's tough. Like when you go against the grain for a state like Texas that has so much impact. So we'll see how things turn out. But I'm just glad, you know, for the trailblazers that we have across the country. I can't say that's for every swing state, though. I mean, that's we're no. really, yeah. I mean, we're proud of him. We're proud of him. But yeah. let's get to the to the stats because. This year is so huge, but last year, you know, I'll be honest, I did not think it was going to be the outcome that we have where President Trump was in yeah. office. But Same. when we found, the, yeah, when we had the, st- the stats where there were 52% of white women voters who chose Trump in 2016 compared to 4% of black women and 25% of Latinx women, I'm just like, okay. I'm excited to know that people are speaking out and saying like that wasn't the the decision that they really wanted to go with and it may change this election. Are you concerned, Heather, that that may happen again? That would could be a reversal, like again, like all the polls come yeah. back and show. Yeah. And yeah, I am I'm a hundred percent concerned in that. Like I said, I, I'm shell shocked. I don't believe the polls most of the time. And like you said, like it doesn't mean anything until it's already finished. Like the polls are just yep. a projection. It's just a prediction. So yeah, I am really scared in that. And I <laughs> I mean, I, I know this is a podcast. I'm a white woman. I was completely angry with, you know, other white women, especially in my family who voted for Trump. Um, and the suburban housewives and Trump really the the his rallies have really honed in on these suburban white women and these old 1950 styles of what a suburban woman is supposed to be and how they're supposed yeah. to act and and it's just it's frightening to me that that he's in the office in the first place that people fell for it the first time it is encouraging to see that his um his polls with women have come down quite a bit. And I'm just hoping that we can get past this and like people can realize that they made a mistake, especially women, because for all of Trump's promises, 
he did not deliver when it came to helping women, not whatsoever. I think his biggest thing that he's talking about now is law and order. I saved your suburbs. I saved oh. your suburbs. One that's not true. He didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> he did it by racism <laughs> and discrimination, second of all. But two, like he promised he promised childcare. Didn't happen. He promised maternity leave. It only happened for one million people in this country. Uh, he promised a whole slew. He promised equal pay. I'm sorry. Last I checked, I'm still getting Lord. 72 cents of the, on the dollar. You know, so Ow. all of these things culminating. Ooh, it's not. It's not good enough. Trump has a. <laughs> what does what does encourage me? That. We can talk about that. Yes. What does encourage me though is now Trump has a record because in 2016 it was kind of this big experiment. Like let's just let this yeah. new guy come in. This guy who doesn't know anything about politics. He's making deals. He's a good businessman. Which now we know because of his tax returns was a bold-faced lie too. But we have a record. We have a record now. He didn't do what he said he was going to do. And I hope that women especially wise up. Preach, girl. Just, I, know, I, like, mean, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> this is why, gosh, I could watch you all day. Okay, but I am going to touch on something that you did that you did talk about. Mm. You said you are from Florida. Mm-hmm. Your family uh, voted Republican. Yep. You're clearly for Biden. Yep. How does that How does that work? Not only the family dynamic that you have on a normal day to day, but with the holidays coming up, the mm-hmm. determination of this election. Like, how do you how do you manage that? Not well. <laughs> yeah. I'll just be really honest. Um, it's funny. I talked to my dad and my mom both yesterday, which is pretty rare. I usually talk to my mom, but my dad doesn't call very often. He's just not that kind of guy. Um, and it's it's contentious. You know, we're just a couple days away from this election, and they all know what I'm doing. They're very they're fully aware of my TikTok stuff. It's difficult because they don't support me in that, which is another um, aspect of being a modern woman. I grew up in the South, and women I, I think that i think the role that they had for me was just the traditional 1950s like what trump is preaching like stay at home be a housewife get your little suburban yep. house pop out a few kids yeah. uh, why do you need right. to go to college why do you need why do you need a big career all of that you know and of course like when they're not supportive of what has taken off in my life or my career or the things that are come the things that i'm talking about it's it's extremely difficult even aside from the fact that we have differing um opinions on political on politics but yeah with the holidays coming up i mean throwing a wrench and they did ask just yesterday if i was coming home and like i'm looking at the numbers of the pandemic you know we gotta fly to florida i can't just drive yeah. to florida from california right. and i basically it was just like well i'm just gonna have to look at the numbers and stuff and it's contentious because they don't necessarily believe they live in rural you know rural part of florida and everything and mm-hmm. it's not the same as it is here in la and so it's really difficult to try to navigate Hey, I, I don't think I can come because of the pandemic when they don't necessarily, it's, that doesn't affect them the same way it does here in the city. So yeah, yeah it's right. not easy. Not at all. I'm not doing very well with it. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I'm sorry. I had a call oh, from no, my family it's yesterday. Okay. <laughs> saying, no, go ahead, go ahead. You sure you want to take a political stance? Are you Ooh. kidding? And I was like, ooh, am I, yeah. am I going to be going to the holidays? We'll see. I'm not sure. And, you know, to me, to me, I feel like especially because we're women, because I wonder, my, my husband doesn't get these phone calls, you know? I, I wonder yeah. if other, if men, and yeah. maybe you guys, do mm. your husbands or a fiancés, boyfriends, do they get phone calls like that? I'm always wondering if it's just because we're outspoken and it's political differences or it's because we're women who are outspoken with I think it has women. a lot to do with that. As women. I think it's all of it. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I truly do. Because, yeah, my, my husband definitely doesn't get those phone calls. Yeah, um, I didn't but think so. 
His parents also <laughs> and his family, well, he has he's Mormon, so he has a massive family mm. and they have all different political views. So like when we yeah. go to Thanksgiving with them and there's 60 of us, woo, tensions <laughs> are high, but like they all still break bread. And that's something mm-hmm. to me that is very important because besides your political view, like it's what's in here and if you're a good human, like I feel like mm-hmm. obviously there's not a huge separation because a lot of your views right. fall into the political realm as well. Right, right. But they're able to look past that and lead with love. And hopefully, yeah. I don't know if there's any tips for people out there coming into this holiday season, you know, to be able to see family, if we are able to even see family yeah. um, because of what's going on in the world. Um, but I, what are, what would your tips be? Like, give me some tips. Because, like, I've never had a phone call like that before from fa- oh, a family wow. member being like, wow, wow, you should not be I'm well versed in. I am well versed in phone Heather calls like that, actually. And here's the thing. I'm, I am going to be real. I, I haven't figured it out myself. You know, yeah. this happened. I started speaking out about politics back in 2015 when Trump's rise. I mean, I, I, I voted, you know, and I paid close enough attention, but I was really in the celebrity world and I just moved to Hollywood and was trying to make it in the, you know, that realm. And, and I didn't, I wasn't into it until Donald Trump like became the candidate and then the stuff that he was saying, and I just couldn't believe it. So that's the first time that I really, really started talking about that. That was five years ago now. And I never yeah. stopped. I just, I just let the waterfall Kept just flow. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so, but you know, the tensions came out then so I've had five years to deal with it and they do temper down like I'm not saying that every single conversation that I've had over the last five years has been contentious it hasn't you know as soon as the election when we finally have a winner and the country can settle down a little bit it's going to be a bumpy ride but I mean a year from now we're probably not going to be Please, I'm crossing all my fingers and toes. Please don't (laughs) let us be still talking about President Donald Trump a year from now. (laughs) You know, it does does settle down, absolutely. And also being from Mm -hmm. the South. So even though I share some of the same perspectives as you guys, where I I have really tough conversations with my family as well, because on my mom's side, I have cousins who are biracial and it does divide you. And being from a red state, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can imagine how heated it can get. Um, But... You know, Katy Perry, she's somebody that was had those tough conversations with her Republican families and she's been outspoken about it. And we all have had these conversations. But I think that this election is so important for me because as a black woman, it was like maybe 50 years ago that black women had the right to vote. Like you have to remember Mm -hmm. that a century ago, Mm -hmm. some women were able to vote and you know, that wasn't black women. So it's so important, especially Mm -hmm. with all of the civil unrest that's coming up now with the Black Lives Matter movement. It's Mm -hmm. really important for me to get out and vote because my life does depend on it. You know, I don't want to see more black people die and be and be killed to police brutality. And obviously, Mm -hmm. you guys know that I come from a family that is filled with police officers, but they're black men Mm -hmm. first. You know, they love yeah. their jobs and you know, and I believe that there are really good officers out there. But at the end of the day, the reality is it's record numbers that are happening. So I really am hoping for some good results. Um, and I mm-hmm. if it, there have to be yeah. tough conversations with your family members that are Christian and and, you know, maybe have been Republican before, then let's have them because we really got to make some change. Yeah, I'll be really real with you and, and kind of piggyback off that, because I also, too, yeah. grew up very, very religious. Um, and mm-hmm. um, again, I'm, I'm a white woman, so all my family is is white. And I just feel like 
I really do care. When I look at statistics, they, they do need to be broken down by category because when you say that Donald Trump has done so many good things for women, suburban yes. women, again, like that's mm -hmm. his base. And you look at statistics, who lives in suburbia? White women. And so yeah. he's completely ignored an entire sector of this country, especially women. He's ignored the women of color. He doesn't care about those people. And I just, when I have conversations, I have to try to convince my white family to care about other people because they're fine. Oh, I they feel that. Are. I feel they, that. Yeah, it's so hard. It's so yeah. hard. And when the Black Lives, when the Black Lives Matter, when it was really, really had reached its head, you know, a few months ago, I just, I again, just wanted to scream to my family, like, why don't you care? Because of course they're not marching through your neighborhood. You're fine, yeah. you know. But it, it, it's, it's yeah. just, and I think a lot of people feel this way, like, out of sight, out of mind. If it's not directly mm -hmm. affecting me, then I don't need to yeah. care about it. And I think that's like the pivotal thing right now is like people realizing that sure, Donald Trump can cut your taxes and that'll benefit you, but what does it actually look like for that black yeah. woman that you sit next to? You know, like it's it's yeah. not the same. So please, please, please care about someone other than yourself. Yeah, yeah. and, and That's a conversation that I, yeah, I try to have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm a, I was raised in the suburbs, so a lot of times these mm -hmm. conversations affect me on di on different levels because it's really right. a class issue in a in most situations but mm -hmm. yeah i feel like it's really hard for for the majority to care about minorities when things don't affect them like you said heather and so right. i really just hope that you know i'm i will say this this is going to be a little controversial i am grateful mm, for president donald <laughs> i am grateful for president donald trump because he has said some mm. of the most outlandish things he is like you know put this country through so much with his statements but he has awoke people up and yes. I really appreciate it, even though we have had a rough four years. I feel like for the first mm -hmm. time, people are listening. People are listening to other people's experiences. They are seeing that this is ridiculous, that our country is moving you know, backwards. And so I am grateful because sometimes you got to shake things up. And he shook. And it's an understatement. <laughs> he shook things up. He did. I guess I'll be grateful when it was only four years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. That's, and just see. To, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just to, <laughs> Just to piggyback off that, Heather, a little bit of backstory on me is that I come from a suburban white family, mm -hmm. but my fiance and soon to be husband is a black man. Mm -hmm. So for my family, it was shocker, like culture shock for them when I brought him home and was like, this is who, you know, I'm going to be marrying and stuff. And so now this and, and I'm going to piggyback off what Courtney said. Donald Trump has been so outlandish towards a certain sector of this whole mm -hmm. entire country. And it's mainly with all the Black Lives Matter stuff yep. and all of the riots and the protests that have now taken place since then my family is now more aware. Yeah. They're mm. more, you know, aware of the, the, the feelings and things that Jarrell and his family go through. And yeah. so I have to be thankful for that, that now they, for me, I've been trying to preach to them and yeah. now I feel like they're actually getting it. Yeah. yeah. And so no, I have the opposite effect though, goodness. because... I'm just saying I have like the, an opposite, uh, an opposite effect on that because like my family is more aware and they all still voted for Trump. All of them. Yeah. So it didn't. And so that's when you say like, oh, you're so encouraged. Like, I'm not so encouraged yet. <laughs> Give me till Tuesday. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure because they all have they all we've all lived in the same country the last four years. And mm -hmm. for me, it's like, how could anyone vote for Trump? They're still doing it. They're they're still doing it. Yeah. So yeah, anyway. I'm whew, just get me through tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, let's let's all just like hold our breath. And I know we're taking like a, a pretty large yeah. stance, um, but I think regardless of where you stand, most people want good for I would hope. Lord Jesus, mm -hmm. I would hope that most people want 
everybody to have rights. That's LGBTQ people. That's minorities. Yes. Like, Correct. just as a human being, you would want, like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm speaking for myself. Not everybody wants everyone to be equal, but I hope that this care about other people to that. Yeah, exactly. As long if we cared about other people, I don't know how to make people care about other people. I think that's like if we could figure that out, like how do you how could you make people care about someone other than themselves? That's that's the bajillion dollar question. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All we can do is yeah. stuff like this and talk about it and be honest about our experiences yeah. and hope that it enlightens someone else, which is what I did with the TikTok and why I'm encouraged to do it, which is why I was so excited to come on with you guys and chat about this. Like, sure. Let's do it. Let's let's enlighten. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited that there are a lot of first time voters. I know Nikki, she's a first time voter. A lot of celebs. You got Selena Gomez, Ryan Reynolds, Snoop mm-hmm. Dogg, Shaq. They all have their different reasons, but they're actually getting out and voting. Mm-hmm. Is there anything um, that you would want to say to people that haven't registered yet that still have the ability to get that same day registration? Like any advice for first time oh, yeah. voters? I mean, Just do it. Just do it. And here's the biggest thing. I know the ballot can be, uh, you know, we have the big one, Trump and Biden, Trump versus Biden. And then the ballot can be really overwhelming because there's a lot of other things there, too. And I think I think also people don't they miss the fact that it's not just the president. There's a lot that you can make of changes you can make by voting locally. So really quick, there's so many resources available. You can pull it up on your phone. You can go to I forget what it is. Vote, vote, vote. I think dot com or something, something that Pod Save America puts out. They break it down by state, by county but who the people are. They break down every single issue. You don't have to be intimidated by this giant ballot. You can find really, really quick solutions uh, and answers to answer this ballot, to fill out the ballot and just get it done. Like, or, you know, and also true, it is true too. If you're like, oh, I just want to vote for, for Biden, you can leave the rest of the ballot blank too, you know? (laughs) So it doesn't matter if you're like, oh, I'm not prepared. I only know Biden and Trump or whatever. Okay. Fill in just that one, like you know. Yes, but don't write in time. other people, please, please. Oh, please, there's someone not, else. Oh, Kanye? Write in Kanye. Yeah, Kanye, no Kanye. <laughs> Are you sure? Because like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I want him as my president. <laughs> joking, my this God, great, great. Look at me, she's giving me the death glare. She's like, I can't, no. y'all, stop playing, please. <laughs> we do not need Kanye as president. No. Uh, we, great rapper. We do not need. I, and that lane. I think we've all learned. <laughs> we should just leave politics to professionals not celebrities not yeah. celebrities Ooh, that's a, i feel like that's a good I'm like place. that's a last word yeah <laughs> that's a last word okay not yeah. celebrities <laughs> yes well heather um thank you so much for taking the time i mean you are such Aww. a boss lady so this was perfect to have you on is there anything else that you yes. want to talk about or leave our viewers with before we uh mm. hop off just vote. That's that's it. I mean, I don't know what a bigger message there could possibly be right now. Just vote. If you and if you have questions, drop me a DM. I'll be more than happy to answer any questions you have to make you feel comfortable about getting your little butt to the polls. Yes. Where can we follow you, Heather? Tell us. Yay. Tell us well, that would help too if I provided where you can send me a DM, huh? <laughs> <laughs> On all the platforms, I am Heather G T V. Yes. Nice. Love it. Thank you, Heather. I love you. Thank you so much. Start your week off with some Boss Lady energy every Monday. And send us your suggestions for future episodes. Slide into those DMs. And follow us on social media at Boss Lady Energy Pod.